Hello, it's me, the goddess Akia, also known as Mama Kia. I'm here for you to enjoy story time with Mama Kia. I brought a little friend with me. You might see her on my Facebook page. This is Baby Beamer. She's ready to say hello to you. Are you ready to see Baby Beamer? Because she's pretty magnificent. So here we go. All right, Baby Beamer, show them your bestest smile. There you go. Beam it to him. Beam him to him. Baby Beamer is saying that right now she kind of feels like the mirror in romper room because she's showing me all these individuals here and on the other side through dimensions and veils that are present. So let's see. I see William. I want to say hello to William. Baby Beamer saying, hey, Bill, how you doing out there? I see Janet. Oh, look at that. I see... Somebody by the name of Art or Arthur, Artie, and an acknowledgement for an Artie. Oh my goodness, there she is. There's my little Aunt Do. Aunt Do is here. We've got a whole bunch of wonderful people from New Jersey on the other side coming through. Oh my goodness. You know, as a goddess, I've had the opportunity to travel to many places and many spaces and enjoy such magical moments. So... I'm going to tell you a little story. Now, this story happened, and Baby Beamer is going to illuminate the way. This story, isn't this fun? Look at that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Have you ever seen that before? I know Rainbow the Crystal Skull does that, but I love this because, ooh, make it shine, baby. Make it shine. That's all natural. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. There it is. Anyhow, let me tell you a story. Now, this story happened when I worked at Sanctuary Crystals in Alsip. I feel that that is a legendary store, just like Rocky Muds in Crest Hill. I think it's legendary, all right? So, listen to me. This is what happened. So, it was a very busy day, as it often was. See, people look. It's not me. See, I'm, I don't have, there's no battery in my hand. Look, except the energy coming from the divine. <laughs> I was going to tell you a story, but then I keep looking at this ball and I keep going, woohoo. You know, I love crystals. Oh, this one, this baby beamer literally came from the Earth Love Gallery that was in, I believe it was Golden, Colorado. Um, I think Bob Jackson was the owner. And the minute I walked into that store, this beautiful crystal just said, Akia, there you are, buddy. Come take me. And here she is. She came and she's in my home. Anyhow, I used to work. I'm going to put her down for a minute. I know some of you want to keep looking at her. Oh, an acknowledgement for Carol and Caroline. I see uh, Jimmy. Like somebody saying, Jim, Jim, Jimmy. I see Linda. I see, I see Anna. I see... Toby? Somebody by the name of Toby? Here we go. Boop! There it is. Okay, so let me tell you this story. So I worked at Sanctuary Crystals in Alsip. As I said, it was a legendary store. And I was really booked to the nines. And so at Sanctuary, I love Sanctuary because 
um, Ed was the owner. Ed and Sue were were there, and, and Ed was the owner, and he always kept me on task. You know, you got to be on time. You got an appointment, you stick with it. If it's 15 minutes, you stay 15 minutes. You don't go to 16, you stay to 15. I mean, he really, I'll tell you something, he really taught me a lot about uh, how to be a professional, how to be professional, because I'm not dime store, okay? I am not dime store, although I do like Maybelline, okay? So anyhow, here's what happened. So it was a very busy day, and I came out of the Bat Cave. That's what I would call the place that I was doing the reading. I call it the Bat Cave, okay? And the thing is, is the walls were thin, so even if I closed the door, I think everybody in the store could hear everybody's reading. And um, I had finished it. I came out, and as I came out, I had some time for a break. I was tired, you know? And I'm walking around the store, and there was this man. He was following me around. He had a book in front of his face like this. And he kept going like this. <laughs> and he followed me around the store. So I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. He wore a janitor's uniform. And then uh, I believe it was Sarah called me from behind the, the front desk and said, okay, kids, it's time for your next appointment or however she did it. Your next appointment's here. I said, okay, great. So I go in the bat cave and I, I sit and I wait and in walks the same gentleman that was peering over books and magazines at me like this, okay? As soon as he walks in, as soon as he walks in, I tell you, this is not a lie. He gets on his knees, he starts kissing my feet. Kissing my feet. Now listen, Anyone who knows me knows I love flip-flops. So I was wearing flip-flops at the time. You know, they were sparkly and beautiful. But he got on his knees, and he started kissing my feet. And as he was kissing my feet, he said, Forgive me, forgive me, Akia. I am so sorry. Please forgive me. I looked at him, and I said, Do I know you? Because I did not know him, and he's kissing my feet. You know, that's a little bit personal and private. I'll tell you that right off the bat. And he goes, no, he says, but you knew my wife. I said, I did. And I believe he said her name was Maria. And that Maria would come to visit me often. And that when she would come to visit me, he hated it. Because she would always come home and give him a list of things that Akia said. And he said, I would tell her, you know, don't listen to her. What does she know? Is she God? You know, um, it, it, just all kinds of things that people always say. Uh, you know, I understand. Hey, listen, you know, somebody like me tells you something, you got to think about it, okay? And, and I want to say that right off the bat before I finish this story. If you go to see someone who says that they're a psychic medium, chakra balancer, uh, whatever, okay, and you're going in there, and most people go in there, the two questions, I always say this out loud, will I get paid, will I get laid? Okay, those are the two questions. But in my, my field of what I do, there's so much that I do. And um, so when individuals, you know, put their, like this, you know, when they see me, um, I understand it. I do, I understand it. I am not here to make their decisions for them. I consider myself a spiritual options consultant. That's what I consider myself. I have the ability, for whatever reason, to look at people like a book. And when I look at them, 
boop, they open up. And when I and, and then I just see things. It's like a story. And I tell them the story. That's all I'm doing. I'm saying, well, this is what I see in your energy field. It's a story. And then they decide whether they accept it or whether they reject it. And then I let them know which path might be more auspicious for them, okay? But ultimately, they can accept or reject what they want. And if I tell them to go left and they want to go right, go right. So he's telling me about his wife, Maria. And he said, he goes, I got so tired of her coming home, paying you money to tell me her list. So one day, he says, she comes home and she says, Akia told me that we need to take our family dream vacation before March of next year. And their family dream vacation would have been to go to Disney World. And he looked at her and said, there's no way we can do that. I retire in five years, we'll go then. And she said, Akia said, we need to go on that family vacation before March of next year. And he said she wouldn't let up every night. That's all she talked about. We're going to go on that vacation before March of next year. The second thing he said that I told her was that every night, whether he wanted it or not, she was supposed to hold him tight, like just snuggle him. And he said, when she said that to me, he goes, I said, no, because he was the kind of person that when he slept, he didn't want anyone touching him. He didn't want to get hot by her blankets. He didn't want her breathing down his neck. So he was like, no, no, no. But she insisted. She said, because Akia said. And so he resisted. He said he resisted for about a good solid month. And then he finally said it, he couldn't fight it anymore. So he let her go ahead and lean in. I thought that was funny. Then he said the third thing was <laughs> that she was supposed to make 100 angel pins and that she was to give them to people she loved and cared about, even strangers, and that miracle would happen. A miracle would happen. They would be, there would be a miracle that would happen. And so all of a sudden she's going to, I think at the time, she was going to Frank's Nursery and Crafts. They used to have one down, down on 159th. It's shut down. I used to love that store. Anyhow, she was buying all these things to make these angel pins, and he got furious. How are we going to pay to go on a vacation if you're paying money to make those angel pins? And, you know, who are those for? And why is that? No, Kia told me I'm supposed to make 100 pins. And she, she did it. So finally... She kept hounding him, hounding him, hounding him, hounding him. He said, you know what, Kia? After a while, I just said, okay, fine. We'll take that vacation. He said, you know what I did? I put, we, we remortgaged the house. We remortgaged the house. I think it's called refinancing. So he said, we did that. And he said, we went on the vacation of our life. We took our entire family. We went to Disney World and we had a ball. And he said, Kia, I've never been happier in my life. I've never seen her happier in our entire lives. And he says, and then we get home. And now she's tired, he says. Now she's tired. And I told her, he said, not me, he told her. Well, it's because you're too fat. 
You got to lose some weight. You got to get out there and exercise. She says to him, you're right. I will do that. So she proceeds to exercise and work out and watch her food stuff. And she's still getting more and more tired. So finally, she went to the doctor. Now, this was about a month prior after they had gone to Disney World. And the doctor found that she had, she was in stage four, I believe it was cancer. And the family was shocked. And he then dropped to his knees again and started kissing my feet again. And he said, Kia, he said, she told me before she died. She said, if you want to talk to me, you gotta go see Akia. You gotta go see, promise me. And he said, Akia, I promised her, but I want you to know I hated you. I hated you, Akia. I hated that you were doing, you were, she was doing everything that you said, like you were some kind of a boss. Listen, I'm not the boss of anyone. I'm the boss of me. You're the boss of you, okay? And that's what I want to tell you. Don't let anyone that is in a position like I am in to manipulate you and tell you, okay, give me a million dollars and I'll save your soul, okay? That's what, what Jesus was for, Muhammad, everybody else, okay? You save your own soul. You save your own soul. The divine treasures you. The divine treasures you. So anyhow, he was kissing my feet and... He said, Kia, that's why I'm here. I miss her so much. I miss her so much. Kia, I have to tell you. I have to tell you. He was crying. He was bawling his eyes out. He said, we didn't have five years to wait to go on that vacation, Kia. And if you hadn't told her that, we wouldn't have had that moment, that moment of great happiness. He said, I have pictures of her smiling. I have pictures of my children holding her close. I laughed so hard, I felt like I was a kid again. <clears throat> he said, Akia, I would do anything for her to hold me again. I would do anything for her to lay next to me and just touch the top of my head. And he said, those pins, those pins, Akia, at her wake and funeral, there were a hundred angel pins in the audience. And every single person came up to tell him the kind and loving miracle she was in their lives. Who was bawling his eyes out? I want you to know, I don't remember his wife. I don't remember telling him or her anything that didn't come from the divine. But when the divine talks, a lot of times I don't remember because I'm not supposed to remember because I'm the messenger. I'm a tape recorder turned on. I'm a microphone. 
I'm a speaker. That's all. So anyhow, he says, can you just get a hold of her for me? Can you talk to her? Can you tell her I'm sorry? Can you tell her I love her? Can you tell her I would do anything for her to hold me? So I close my eyes. I'm going to close my eyes. I saw this beautiful white sheet unfold in front of me. And then all of a sudden, as if someone had tossed rose petals onto this sheet, they came into the shape of a heart, the rose petals. So I said it to him. I said, I see a white sheet and I see rose petals in the shape of a heart on the white sheet. And he burst out into tears to the point that I felt he was going to hyperventilate. We might have had to call 911. And then he looked at me. I said, are you okay, sir? Are you okay? You know, you, you get a little worried and concerned. He says to me, he said, they took my wife out of her room for test. And I asked the nurse for a clean white sheet. I put it on her hospital bed. And then I took rose petals and I arranged them on the bed in the shape of a heart so that when they wheeled her back into the room, I carried her and laid her on the bed. She was so weak. And I laid next to her. Kia. and I held her close she wasn't breathing right she was so weak and we fell asleep when I woke up she was dead in my arms on the sheet with the rose petals shaped in the pattern of a heart his whole continence changed. He was like baby Beamer, man. He all of a sudden went, Wah! and he had the biggest smile on his face. And he said, I know she knows I love her. Oh, thank you, Akia. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This man kissed me. He kissed me here, he kissed me there. He just loved me. Every second, every minute, every moment matters. And you have a choice. You can spend the day touching this. Or you can spend the day touching this. This is the best divine communication you could possibly ever imagine. Now, I'm not saying that happens all the time, but that's just one of those Mama Kia stories. And I'm grateful that you were able to be here for this story. So listen, I'm going to close up now because, you know, I could go on and on and on. Many of you have heard this story before. And what I, what I really want you to know is a good story always has the same details. But it's always fun to see what the audience is going to bring or how they're going to perceive 
there are those in the audience right now who are suffering. There are those in the audience who are feeling very alone. There are those who are staring at pictures of their loved ones and missing them so much. Please always remember the energy of love, true energy of love, you can't kill it. And for those of you who are suffering, you are healing. Aloha.